Welcome to the podcast that showcases the rural town careers and opportunities you need to know about. Welcome to What's Your 9 to 5. Welcome back, everybody, to the What's Your 9 to 5 podcast. And on today, we have Johnny from Johnny K's and Justin. Guys, introduce yourselves. How are you doing? I'll introduce Justin. Justin <laughs> is uh, a Gemini, likes long walks on the beach. <laughs> And uh, he works at the World Bank, 9 to 5, loves his job. There you go. You can introduce me. John Colius, uh, owner of Johnny K Sports for about 25 years now. Um, I think he also likes uh, long walks on the beach. Who doesn't? Uh, But yeah, Yeah. he kind of got me started on that. I was following his path, so... Awesome. So, um, just tell us about the, the startup of Johnny K Sports and how it all came to be. Uh, 96, I was dating dating a girl. Her dad was a businessman. He's retired now, but we were just having dinner one night, and he goes, you know what? I think you would uh, would be great at business, and you should own a sports store. And I'm like, okay. So uh, if it wasn't for him, his name's Bev Eckert. If it wasn't for him and uh, was able to give me a few bucks to get started. How oh, nice. And yeah. uh, a little handshake agreement. And here we are, 25 years later. So I'm grateful, for sure. That's awesome. Awesome. That's so good. So it was just just an idea, and you just got into it. Obviously, did you play some sports to get in? Yeah, I played hockey growing up. At the time, uh, Durham um, was like year one of a Metro Junior A hockey team. So it was lots of excitement in the town. And um, so that's all everyone was talking about, sports. And that's when he came up with the idea that, yeah, you should open a sports store. And you'll... And uh, the rest is history. But yeah, that was that was it. It was kind of like, I would say, lucky. But uh, for him to for him to do that, yeah, it's good. So before that, like when you were younger, did you ever think you'd run like any kind of business at all? Like, did you ever see yourself like being an entrepreneur in that way? Never. No. No, no I was always uh, grew up, and my dad would always say that, uh, "Oh, here comes the police officer." Like that was his goal for me. I think was to be. And a police officer, you know, the safe, you know, you know, nine to whatever, not safe. I shouldn't say safe. That's a tough job. And I realized after 25 yeah. years that being a police officer, like I'm scared of the dark. So yeah. like, I, you know, I can't be a police <laughs> yeah. officer. I've realized that. So, but, uh, no, I, I had, when I was a kid, I was just like every other kid. I didn't know what I wanted to do. Yeah. And, uh, when this opportunity came, uh, you know, if I had to go back and do it all over again, would I do it? You know, there's peaks and valleys, right? <laughs> of course, but, uh, yeah, yeah. But no, I'm I'm happy where I'm at today for sure. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Do you want to tell? Well, you said you you're happy with it. What is some of the things that you love the most? Like, what makes it worthwhile? Hmm. You know what? Um, just a bit of direction with what we're doing. Like, I, probably the best thing that we did. Um, we created like a vision and value statement. So, like, purpose. Like, why are we there? And uh, you know, Justin's worked with me too. And I think he's, he's a lot of, does that a lot too, but we're, we set of uh, our value. Our vision is we are passionate about helping people achieve their goals in the world of sport. So when someone comes in, if we, you know, we're not trying to, to sell and sell them something, we're just trying to, to shoot the breeze and help them get where we want to go. And our four core values are caring, fun, honesty, and service. So that's basically like the blueprint, nice. right? Yeah. So, and, and when, when Justin worked with me, you know, if I'm not there and he had to make a decision, it was like, you know what, is it, is it fun? Is it caring? Is it fun and service? Does it all fit within the template? And if it is, then 
go ahead. Right. Nice ringtone. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. It sounds really good. So uh, I want to get a bit more into um, how hockey, because obviously we're Canadian. Hockey is the number one sport around here. So I can probably start with you, Justin. So um, tell us about you know how hockey is kind of you know help helped you in your life, and um, just t- tell us your background. Like start with your background and how you got into hockey, the teams you played for, and all that. Yeah, no, it's crazy what hockey can uh, get you involved in. But I just played in Durham um, for a couple of years uh, when I was little. Then one year Highlanders, and then uh, six years in town here for the Hanover Barons. Nice. And now I'm with the T-Cats, um, about to go in the third or fourth year. Wow. So, trying to follow in Johnny's footsteps again. I think he was about 20 years the T-Cats. Or, yeah, uh, that's a stretch. Yeah, yeah Maybe. Yeah. 12. Uh, 12. <laughs> That's awesome. So when did you play for the T-Cats, Johnny? So what years did you... um... I started with the Cats in 96. That's the first year I opened the store. I previously played four years in Mont Forest, Junior C, and uh, it was fun. 12 years just flew by. It was good. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, embarrassing question, but where is the T-Cats? What team is that for? (laughs) Oh, you're not a Duramite. uh, It's in the East Coast League. And, uh, Florida Jupiter? Have you heard yeah, we, uh, yeah, we played. Uh, no, it's just a local. What is it? <laughs> yes. WA Western Ontario Athletic Association yeah. is the problem. Yeah, the yeah. Durham, the Durham Thundercats. Oh, uh, okay, the okay. Yeah, just yeah. the, yeah, all the old guys that were playing junior, somewhere for them to go. I will say this, like, since I played and now Justin's generation, it's crazy. Like, yeah. I wouldn't be able to be on the practice squad because the amount of talent when i started playing if you were a decent junior c hockey player you could fit in Mm. but now there's guys that play pro right there's guys that played you know junior a like there's wow and not not like the real junior a the ohl like there's guys that have had cups of coffee all over the world and they're they're playing in the WA. so it's pretty cool the league is great talent talent's good yeah like the the rink Zamboni driver that went in for Carolina to beat the Leafs. He played for one of the teams. Oh, really? He's yeah. He's a backup goalie. Yeah. Before yeah. before I was there, but just to kind of show it. <laughs> what a legend, um, by the way. What a legend. Yeah, yeah. He will live on in Toronto folklore, like hockey folklore forever. That's 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 so cool. So um, so what are some big challenges with um with running Johnny K's and and uh, run that kind of business? Challenges. Oh, you'd be more specific. Do you get anything like uh, hmm. COVID? Yeah. COVID? How, so how's COVID? Yeah, that's a good one, Brooklyn. How's you COVID? Know, COVID is uh, like the first shutdown. I, I tell you, I was a bit scared. I didn't know what to expect. Um, the second shutdown was kind of you know I feel I feel we've learned a lot and it was kind of like well it is what it is and uh, I I feel like um, the ability to grind mm. right and I and, yeah. and that's important like the ability to just with everything, right? You know, you don't have this perfect life that everything happens, you know, from A to Z. You know, there's hiccups, right? You go to school, you, you struggle with some marks or doesn't work out or that's just life there. But to, you know, with COVID is there were so many silver linings mm-hmm. that, that we've experienced the last year and a bit and it's made our store better. And, uh, you know, I'm... I want to say I'm grateful for COVID. I'm just grateful for the reset because, you know, we were able to do things in our shop that we would never be able to do. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, with social media and um, just reaching out to customers and offering different things. So it's a grind, but I was telling someone the other day, like, 
you know, probably for eight to 10 years of the store, you know, we grinded it out all the time. You know what I mean? Like trying to make sure we make ends meet or not knowing what we're doing or, you know, there's just so many, um, you can go to school and say, I'm going to go to school to become a sports store owner. Well, I think learning the way I did and, you know, and having, and being lucky enough to have family yeah. work with me, Justin, I got a lot of maybe four nieces and nephews. Christina works with me. Zoe works with me. Chris works with me. Luke's work with me. And now my boys are starting to help out too. So just, um, I would say the journey, but there's yeah. just like anything else, right? It's, it's a grind, but it's a good grind, you know, yeah. and, and everything in your, what you did before that you learn from that. So I think, uh, no, I'm, it's a couple challenges, right? But it's not, yeah. I think we're, the light's at the end of the tunnel and, oh, it's good. So Justin, I know he mentioned that you've been working there before, and you said it inspired you. Like, how did it inspire you, like, to work with them? Uh, like he was kind of saying, there, it's, it's nice to work for family. Um, kind of just going through the ins and outs of the days. You're learning from um, the ups and downs that might happen and how to adapt to it. And like he was kind of saying, it's nice not to be um, was well, nice not to be in uh, like pressured sales. Um, yeah. Even yeah. parents come in. Um, the kids usually just want new stuff, right. And saying that it doesn't fit, but going through it and making sure, um, that that is the right plan for them. Yeah. Um, you know, kind of line everything up to make sure they are protected. And if they are, we're not gonna, you know, sell them the new helmet or the new shoulder pads, as long yeah. as they're taken care of instead of, you know, some, some places might just go and, uh, exact sell you what you came in yeah. for. <laughs> I know. So Justin, you have another nine to five job but you just said you work for for IBC so do you still help out with the store and all that like whenever you can um not as much I was doing yeah. weekends a couple um years maybe a year or two ago but like my siblings have kind of stepped in but yeah. um you know I've still stopped in a couple of times see how they're doing and we live together so we kind of go over some things if you did need to bounce something off me or kind of go through that that's a good point, Justin, because we do live with each other, so he knows about the business every day. Yeah. Know? So it's it's good to have someone that's been there and understands, too. Yeah, so. yeah. So you said it's been 25 years, right, with the store? Right, yeah. So you've been doing it for so long. How do you stay motivated? How do you stay happy with your job? You know what? That's a good one. I, I, I love my job. There are days that there's it's not as fun as others, but I think... Um, you know, just following the blueprint and like, I, I literally, like, I love going to work yeah. and I love being there, but it wasn't always like that. You know, when I opened in 96, I was 21 years old and like right around that point, um, I dealt with some depression too. So that was a huge hurdle, but like, that was probably the biggest thing that my biggest struggle was just working through that. And, um, and once you beat that, like anything else is just, you know, like there's so many things that we, you know, we take for granted for, but just, you know, having a place to go to work. I love talking to people and that would be the, the, the reason why I think when Bev told me, you know what, you'd be great at the store because I mean, you're person, you know, personable and talking sports. And if you would have said, Hey, open a store cause you like talking sports doesn't make sense right? yeah no but yeah. but you learn how to deal with that so but i feel like that first year year and a half not knowing what i was doing and then compounding with like dealing with depression and how to cope 
I think it made me stronger. It's yeah. kind of like, um, you know, there's, we still have challenges every day personally yeah. and, and in business, but we, uh, you know, we get through it. Yeah. yeah. That's the dream to have a job that you love and you want to yeah. go to every day. Yeah. No, it's fun. It's fun. We're doing new things all the time and it's exciting. And then when we all work together, it's good. Yeah. That is so cool. Hello, everybody. Um, we have today Charlie Schmalz, who is here to talk to us about the Grey Bruce Kids Winter Adventure. So, um, Charlie, tell us all about this uh, great initiative. Basically, um, what it is, is it's just like an adventure passport, which our area has kind of had in the past. Um, it's for kids kind of of all ages, um, just to kind of get out and do stuff in the community, um, do stuff outside. Just like kind of a reason to get out and do a bunch of different activities. Um, they have an opportunity to win, I think, one of like five different prizes, um, all donated from local vendors in our area. And yeah, it's just basically a way to get kids out and kind of competing in a sense, um, getting outside, doing fun things. And where can kids learn about this? Where do they go? What do they do? So uh, we have a Facebook page. They just have to kind of get assistance from their parents um, and just type in Grey Bruce Kids Winter, Winter Adventure Challenge. Um, and then the page should pop up there. We have all the information there, the rules, um, the passport. Um, so basically what they have to do is just print off the passport, um, check off all the different activities that they've done. We have 12 different activities on there. Um, and then to officially enter the um, passport challenge, to be entered to an prize, they just have to post a collage, um, again, with the help of a parent, of all the different activities that they took part in, um, just showing their creativity. And then um, we will do a draw for the prizes um, once it closes. Um, it closes right after March break. Um, March 21st, I believe, is the last day that they can enter. Okay. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for telling us about that, Charlie. Everybody go check out the Grey Bruce Kids Winter Adventure. They have their own Facebook page. You can check it out just under that name. Uh, thanks again, Charlie. Great. Thanks so much. Thank you. So um, a question for both of you. So how important do you think sports are in, in this community specifically? Um, and what do you think maybe Grey Bruce could improve on with, you know, local sports? Um, so it's a pretty important. big question. Yeah, I yeah, know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're loading it up. Um, <laughs> for how important it is, I uh, didn't really think I realized it until all this happened. Um, like there hasn't been, you know, like five weeks in a row that I haven't been on the ice until COVID. So, um, you know, you try to realize how, how grateful you are to go out there and just kind of forget about anything that's going on in, in your work or life and uh, kind of realize how big of an outlet it was for you. So just kind of having, having that around, be able to go out and do that. Um, you know, it's, I think it's pretty important for um, people that are into sports or it can be anything if you're playing guitar or, you know, just something to kind of get, get your head out of things. Yeah, you nailed it, Justin. Like, it doesn't have to be, we, we talk about our, we, we do a bit of a brand called For the Love of the Game, and it doesn't have to be a sport, right? It could be what it could be quilting, needlepoint, yeah. music. It's just something for an escape. And for me, when I was a kid, that was my escape, right? You know, like the childhood at my house probably wasn't the greatest, but when I went to the rink or the ballpark, 
it was awesome. Like it was like you wouldn't think about anything. You would just think about being there with your friends and, and playing a sport. And I think that's why it was such a letdown when like, you know, being that kid that's like bawling after you get put out of the playoffs. And, but yeah. it was more like, I got to go back to like, you know, maybe somewhere else that you don't really want to be, but the, the, the cocoon that sports gives you or whatever it is that you do, it's uh, so important. Yeah. I miss the ice so much. And at least it's nice when it's winter because if you can make your own ice outside, but then when it's getting warmer and everything's melting, then you're just stuck with nothing. Because I know Hanover's rink right now is a COVID vaccine center. So we've got yeah. nothing. I don't know about the nearby. I think Aiton's still got ice, but not very many other places. No. I don't know. You got, okay, I'll go. I'll go. I'll go. So um, who are some of your guys' inspirations? Justin? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Justin's your inspiration? You'll, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll know more of the names. Um, um, yeah, I'm not going to be able to. Like the basketball coach, the Goodwell, is that his name? John Wooden. John Wooden. Yeah. That was close. Yeah. Um, more of the inspirations, um, kind of like the four agreements and stuff that we kind of read up on or pay attention to online. Just kind of, it's almost kind of like he was saying before, like a reset um, you know, you read a book to kind of get your values back in check or understand what values might be higher than, um, how you're putting them. Yeah. Um, so I wouldn't say an actual person for me, but more just, um, that kind of idea things. And yeah, that's really John's cool. usually one that kind of brings it up and, you know, if he has a good book, he'll show it to me. Um, I think he's already read it, but I probably will the Matthew McConaughey one. Yeah, green light. Mm, green light. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah, so, yeah, so yeah, he usually reads it first, and then <laughs> I've liked all the ones he's read, so I kind of follow follow suit behind him. How about you, Johnny? Um, you know, I'm a bit of a like I love the self help books when I was a kid. And I remember my cousin once called me and goes, "You got to watch this guy, this Tony Robbins." And we're talking like early '90s, and he goes, "I I, mean, I can't even put the remote down when I'm watching him." And back then, he was on at like three or four in the morning, the oh, info wow. commercials and yeah. stuff. So. I remember that was the first book I ever read. It was Awaken the Giant Within, and that was cool. I love that because uh, I think he has the definition of character in there that I really love. It's the uh, the ability to follow through on a resolution after the mood in which the resolution is made is passed. Mm. So it's pretty heavy, right? Yeah, because how yeah. many times have we said, yeah. like, I'm going to do this, and then you wake up in the morning, and you're like, no, I'm not going to do this. Right? Yeah. So, <laughs> Too so many that, times. Yeah. That's... Uh, that's uh, that was a good book. The other book that I read that was really good, it was uh, Richard Carlson, Don't Sweat the Small Stuff. And that was probably uh, the second book that I read. And uh, I remember it was impactful. It was just a friend saying, I was complaining about something, there's whining, and they're like, just quiet, read this. Yeah. <laughs> and it was good. It wow. was good. And that kind of snowballed into to other stuff. But um, all that... All those books, um, you know, if you can, you could read all the books in the world. I just try to find one nugget in every book. Yeah. Jeremy, just yeah. give me something that's like, you know, that you can put towards yeah. what something you're Something that doing. resonates with yeah. you. Yeah, for, for sure. sure. So continuing on that, now you talked about people that inspire you. Now you can maybe inspire other people. What kind of advice would you give to youth and other people wanting to start up a business? Just grind. You know, it's important to like ask questions because if you stop asking questions, you're never going to get any answers. Like, just don't be afraid, you know, like do the research, be confident and, and, you know, find someone else that's done it before. You know, I, I've had, I've been lucky, like, 
you know, in my 25 years, uh, uh, I remember I met Bill Parsons. He owns, he's retired now, but he owns McDonald's. And I remember I would drive by McDonald's and this is like 98, 99 and Bill's out there cutting the grass. Yeah. He's cleaning the windows. Wow. You walk into the shop, he's mopping the floor and, and Bill's done very well for himself. Yeah. And, you know, seeing a guy like that, you know, I was like, wow, like it's important. Like just because you own the place doesn't mean you're the boss or you, you work together, mm-hmm. you know, like yeah. never expect, you know, like if it's not a job that you would do yourself. You know, like yeah. you do it all. Like, you know, I talk about like always like vacuuming the floor and keeping things clean and, but, um, yeah. Leading by example. Yeah. 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 yeah Cause that, that, if I saw like, if I saw like one of some of my old bosses out there who like owned the whole building doing that, I'd be like, man, like that's, that's the kind of guy you want leading, you know, leading your team. Right. And years after that, you know, if I needed advice or, you know, Bill would meet me. We'd uh, have a drink. We'd talk about, hey, I, I want to do this. What do you think? And he'd ask all these questions. So I think guys like that, if anyone came to me for help, you know, I would I would help them for sure. Like I would give them advice and and uh, as much as you could. But at the end of the day, they have to follow through and, and, yeah. and do it, right? So Yeah, 100%. So um, we asked this question to everybody who comes on the show. If uh, both of you could go back in time and talk to your 16-year-old selves, what would you tell them? <laughs> That's a good one. Um, kind of some of the things we've learned in, in the books we've probably read. Um, just uh, I know when I was in school, um, my prof, um, I didn't really um, think it was a good lie until I got out, but... Um, you learn the most when you're uncomfortable. So it's okay to be uncomfortable at times. I know a couple of times when I was 16, um, sometimes new things, uh, you'd kind of hold back from, or you'd, you'd rather be comfortable in your setting, right? Yeah. You'd rather go to the rink, you know, all 100%. the guys, you know, what's going to happen. Um, you know, in case, um, I know there was a job shadow, um, like at the Hanover hospital, um, like as a physiotherapist, it was just so uncomfortable and I didn't end up going. Mm, um, yeah, so just, yeah. so just little things like that, that, you know, it's okay to, to feel uncomfortable. You can kind of, you, you can work through it. And, um, uh, Will Smith always had a good one where, um, he's going skydiving and he kind of describes it that the worst part of the whole experience was the leading up to it. Yeah. Like the drive to there, the going up in the air. And then once you finally jump out, um, like that's the fun part. Yeah. You know, the, all the sweating was just kind of the yeah. worrying before, not actually yeah. the actual aspect yeah. or thing you're going to do. That's cool. That's awesome. That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Johnny? What about, what would you tell your 16 year old self? 16 year old Johnny K. Holy smokes. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot, right? Yeah. You could think of a thousand things. Well, I think the first day I had my license, I ditched the car, so I would probably tell myself to drive a little more carefully. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. yeah, that might be a good piece yeah, of advice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, what would I tell myself? I I always talk about the four agreements with my boys and, and Justin, and uh, I always tell my like, I don't want to force my kids to read it, but I'm like, you know what? It's important, because I thought I would have known those, like, 16, 20. I got myself into a lot of trouble, because... Just with, uh, you know, one is be impeccable with your word. Number two is don't make assumptions. Number three is don't take things personally. Number four is always do your best. Mm-hmm. And the impeccable with your word is huge because sometimes, you know, you're young and I'm not saying I'm perfect at it, but sometimes it's contagious, right? You know, like, just be, you know, your word is everything, right? Or what you text, 
right? Like, um, what did the, there was a lawyer or someone said, um, local, a lawyer in town. Um, he's on council. Can you tell me his name? Oh, I <laughs> wish I could. I yeah. yeah I anyways, he, he tweeted something that made so much sense. He said, uh, never text or email anything that a judge couldn't read. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know how, like, you want to be, you know, and there's so many things that just, you know, I would just, I would tell myself, I'll be like, I'd go back and say, hey, read this. This will help you a lot. Yeah. And then, and then uh, but, you know, in, in saying that, we, we learn from that, right? Yeah. So, 100%. Yeah. That's really cool. And we've already, we talked a lot about your store, but do you have like future goals for it in the coming years? Uh, just keep on, keep on. Yeah, it's, uh, we're, you know, we're, we're working with our brand with For Love of the Game mm-hmm. and that's yeah. been fun. And I think, uh, you know, we've been working at that for 21 years. Yeah. You know? So it's been a long yeah. time, but I feel we're close, you know, yeah. and uh, we're just doing new things and yeah. Just reaching out and like I see you guys posting on social media all the time and like for all the businesses around here, you guys have a great social media like game. I was gonna say yeah, I just heard about it. I just saw more about all the clothing and brands and stuff that you have from all your social media. Oh nice, yeah, Yeah. it's been fun. Yeah, the weigh in Wednesdays, I see those. That's pretty cool. Yeah, (laughs) those are good. Yeah, that's uh, that's a one day at a time and uh, And that's a perfect way for like to be held accountable, right? Because you're putting it out there to everybody, so it's kind of hard to slack when you know you got to give an update on Wednesday. I know I couldn't do it. No way yeah, I couldn't yeah. do it. Yeah, we had a good talk before we actually. <laughs> yeah, he, he actually went through and did it. But yeah, I don't think most people could. Yeah. could you know, like you said, you got to get held accountable. I don't think I could do it. Yeah, but. oh, definitely not. Definitely not. Well, we had uh, we were having dinner and Justin was there and my girlfriend Kathy was there and I was telling them this and they're like, yeah, I think that's a good idea. And then I remember I posted it. Then the next morning was that Jerry Maguire moment. Oh yeah! <laughs> like, like what have I done? Yeah. You know I mean? <laughs> I How do I erase now. that? You like, can't go I back. Take now. it back. Yeah. I don't want to do it. Yeah. <laughs> that's well. It's awesome. You've you've kept on going with that. That's that's so cool. Um, is there anything else you guys want to plug in here? Any um, anything you want to say to the listeners at all? I'm just happy to be here. Um, yeah. I, I know um, when we talked about COVID. One thing, um, shopping local has been really huge. Mm-hmm. And uh, yes. we talked about that at the store today because Easter's coming. And that was the first that f- the first kind of holiday that was in COVID. And the support that we got from, from everyone, you know, like people coming to the door to pick things up, delivering, like making the extra effort to shop local. Yeah. Super. So I'm really proud of yeah. you know to to be where my store is in the Durham and Hanover and surrounding area. Um, it means a lot to shop local. So yeah, thank you very for much. Sure. Yeah, hundred percent. Well, thank you guys so much for uh, for coming in, Brooklyn. Do you have an? Did you have something else? You thank want? you guys. It was no, really no. nice to talk to you. Very in. What's the word? Very informative. Infor- informative. There yes. we go. <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks again, guys, for coming in. And um, is there any uh, social media handles you want to let everybody know about? What's yours, Justin? <laughs> <laughs> At Johnny K Sports. What's yours? Yeah, we'll uh, yeah we'll have some more videos maybe here coming up. So yeah, we had a good one there with the uh, quarantine one. That that did all right. Yeah, yeah. Was, yeah. I got yeah. some more ideas for that too. So. Awesome. Yeah, we'll see. Cool. 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 Well, can't wait to see it. And uh, thanks again for coming on, guys. Really appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks for having. Yeah. Us. Thanks for having us, Johnny and Justin, ladies and gentlemen.